Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Decoding Security. Cybersecurity extends beyond website and local networks. Today's world is increasingly dependent on mobile devices from cell phones to tablets, and they can be a rich source of information for cyber criminals to take advantage of. But first, Ram, what's going on in the news today? Panera Bread, uh, one of the favorite bakeries of America. Uh, this is a little bit old. This actually happened uh, last week. Uh, however, it was big enough we felt it was worth mentioning. Uh, they have been leaking uh, at least 37 million customer records, uh, names, email addresses, physical addresses, birthdays, and last four of credit card numbers. Uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but there's a lot of companies where you can call them up and uh, gain access to your account with just that info. Uh, anyways, uh, it was leaking this information for at least eight months uh, after they were notified by a security researcher. And they didn't disclose that until last week, right? Uh, they didn't fix it until a couple of security researchers made a big hoopla about it. Even better. I know. Uh, I hear you've got something fun going on, too. Yeah, so last week we talked about Facebook and how they were uh, leaking data, leaking to a third-party analytics company despite the fact that users had, in fact, given them permission to use that data for third-party advertising and targeted ads and that kind of thing. Well, on Tuesday of last week, Zuckerberg, the Facebook CEO, in case you don't know who Zuck is. Part-time human. <laughs> Part-time human, <laughs> full-time CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, went in front of Congress and basically got grilled on everything about not only their data practices, their data retention practices, their third-party advertising practices, but kind of the bigger question of how much power does Facebook have over American citizens' data? Um, Zuck went in with prepared statements, basically said that Facebook didn't technically do anything wrong, which, like we said last week, is true. Um, they did ask for permission and were granted that permission specifically. Where they get into trouble is that uh, this data analytics company said, yeah, we totally deleted that data, and they didn't. Facebook never audited that. So um, it's really more for Facebook an issue of going forward. How are they going to do proper uh, analytics and audits to see if data is truly being deleted, which they would have needed to do for the GDPR coming up anyway. Um, but the fallout from it has been pretty crazy. People are even in our own offices are uninstalling the mobile app and say and you know deactivating their Facebook accounts altogether. So it'll be really interesting to see how this goes down in the future and how this story continues to unfold. And it's a really good lead in for our uh, main topic today, which is like we said, mobile security uh, and how you keep your phone safe. Mobile security, uh, a lot of it is more or less the exact same thing as desktop security. Uh, but there are a few things where, you know, a few things are a little bit more important on mobile security. I think a few things are a little less important. Uh, one of the big ones is that you're going to run into public Wi-Fi hotspots a lot more, uh, like all the time probably. Uh, so it's a really good idea to use a reputable VPN. That is one that's not going to log your info or sell it to third parties. Uh, should encrypt any traffic, even if the network's not secured. Uh, but until it kicks in, and sometimes they do take a little while to start up, uh, any apps that send unencrypted data uh, will still be, well, the data is still going to be visible until it starts up. So, Yeah, and I guess alternatively, 
and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I'm really bad about mobile security. Like, I just, I'm really lax about it. And my phone is basically for Tamagotchi and Candy Crush and Facebook. So I'm like the perfect target demographic for the information that they collect on mobile devices because I don't take very many steps to secure it. But one that I do take and I feel like is an alternative worth mentioning to VPN, which is great, um, is just don't use public Wi-Fi. Yeah, I mean, that is also a pretty good idea. Yeah, we. I just don't turn on Wi-Fi unless I'm at home and it's password protected and encrypted, um, which is an alternative to using a VPN if for whatever reason you're not comfortable installing one or you don't know how to find a reputable one. Um, and, you know, finding reputable anything for cell phones can be pretty crazy, which is another kind of security tip that I do take seriously, which is only install apps from reputable sources like the Google Play Store or Amazon Marketplace is another pretty secure source for apps. But also read the reviews, right? Look at what you're installing. Do you really need it? Uh, Because even the Google Play Store has had thousands of apps they've had to remove after customers have installed them and found that they're malicious. Uh, But iPhones can also be targeted through apps even on the official store. Are you telling me that Apple products can get malware? Don't tell me. No. Denial. But it it is a bit less common on iPhones, uh, but it can happen. Uh, One of the most important things you can really do uh, when you're installing or updating app is uh, check the permissions it asks for. Uh, So what most malicious apps actually make their money on, uh, well, most of the really bad ones at any rate, uh, they sign you up for premium SMS services. You know, the ones where you like get a text with your horoscope every day and you, you find out this bill for like 10 to 15 to 20 bucks on your phone bill and you're like, I didn't order that. Uh, no, you didn't. The malware did. Uh, but yeah, if you can't think of any reason for an app to have access to uh, send and receive messages, uh, you should probably not install it. Yeah, there's no reason that Angry Birds or you know whatever game you happen to be playing needs... SMS text access. That's almost always a really good malware red flag. Um, Unless it's Facebook asking for it. Right. <laughs> As we saw. that's It's not technically wrong. Correct. Um, but yeah, and if you do get one or two of those text messages and you know that you didn't order it, it's a good idea to text back stop or unsubscribe and get off that list as quickly as possible to mitigate the possible ramifications. Assuming they'll let you, you might have to contact your uh, phone provider. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, and and that's a good thing to kind of lead into too, is get to know your phone provider. Uh, Do they have an app? I know that my, my phone provider has an app that will let me go in and do things like block numbers. They'll send me up, they'll send me a notification if something looks fishy just like an online banking app would, it's a good idea to get to know what the features of your phone provider are for that reason, too. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another big thing is uh, updating your phone. Uh, The actual operating system, uh, not just the apps, but also the apps, uh, is super important. But most of the security updates are actually in the phone operating system. Uh, Depending on your phone, you might see monthly or yearly or quarterly even never five years updates (laughs) if you're on a samsung but which is another reason to kind of get to know your phone provider because those updates when google releases them or when apple releases them they go to each provider independently Mm -hmm. so it's a good idea to know when approximately your provider receives their updates and how they distribute that to the phones because unlike 
website and local network security, you're not in as much control of web of cell phone or tablet security. Um, you're kind of at the will of your phone provider. So using a reputable phone provider is another really good security tip. Exactly. Um, another thing that's super important is uh, use automatic uh, p- use uh, passwords. Uh, pins or fingerprints to open uh, don't use the patterns because you can totally see them on the phone screen oh my god you totally can yeah Wait, can you tilt that more towards no. the camera <laughs> Mine. <laughs> but yeah uh never share your password key uh pin whatever you use to unlock your phone uh Fingers. don't let anyone cut out your eyeballs <laughs> or off your fingertips avoid mafia uh, mafia altercation. Don't try to owe result. more than ten thousand dollars to your bookie, right? Because under ten thousand, they're they're not as likely to come after you. Body parts just—they're only worth more than ten thousand. It's a lot of effort to go well, through. Well, they'll to get kneecap body parts. you for like five to ten. Okay, we right. totally went off the rails. I'm sorry. We did a little, yeah. <laughs> Another thing is that those virus pop-ups are just as fake on your phone as they are on your PC. I mean. uh they usually just mean that your uh, phone's hardware fingerprint or advertising ID is being uh, targeted. Uh, basically, we've seen you know devices like this, people with them, uh, they tend to click a little more on uh, you know targeted malware, or they're definitely not security researchers. So let's uh, let's send them to something malicious. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> you would never, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, don't out don't download anything that those sites take you to. Or install it. Yeah, if you have an Android phone, it's a good idea to avoid downloading any kind of .apk file that you're not familiar with or isn't coming from a reputable source. That's I mean, your phone won't Right, it'll ask your permission, but if you've clicked on it, you're probably granting it permission. So uh, we always recommend avoiding that. Go through the Play Store, go through an Amazon Marketplace, because then at least if you do run into a problem, you can report it to Google, Apple, Amazon, whoever, and they can get that app off the store. So with all of this in mind, we've talked a lot about ways to keep your mobile devices secure because they are so integral to how we live today. What's the big takeaway, Ram? Your phone is very much the uh, key to the kingdom as far as your online life is concerned. You're probably constantly signed into your email uh, and your social media. Most people don't actually even need to put in a password or a pin or anything uh, to get logged into those once they're on the phone. Uh, from there, you can get into almost any other account. Uh, so you probably want to set up a remote wipe t- uh, capability. Both Android and iPhone can do this. So uh, if your phone gets lost or stolen, you just log onto a website and uh, tell it to wipe itself. Uh, that is a very good idea. Uh, and that brings us to our final tip, which is to make sure you wipe your phone before you sell it. If you're going to sell your phone, if you're going to recycle it, uh, or, I mean, even if you're going to throw it away, not that we recommend that, uh, you should definitely wipe it first. And smash it. Oh, yes, because it's fun. Yes. It's not necessarily the most secure option, but it is the most fun. It's the most secure if you wipe it first and then set it on fire. And then smash it with a hammer. Correct. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Jessica and Ram. Uh, Since we all have mobile devices these days, it's definitely important to know the security measures that we all need to be taking with those devices to keep our lives as secure as possible. We also want to thank you, our watchers and listeners, for tuning in. 
Be sure to come back next time. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you may be listening or watching so that you don't miss any episodes. Uh, Also, if you have any questions for the Decoding Security team, feel free to reach out to us by email at podcast at sitelock.com or on Twitter at sitelock. Decoding Security is hosted by Jessica Ortega and Ram Gall and produced by Topher Tebow for Sitelock. The music, Upbeat Forever, by Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.